Welcome to Zichud Daf Siman Memorei Ram Golder, and today we're Sukkah Sukkah Daf Nun Alf, the fifth parak Hechalio. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, the Gemara asks, what is the reason for the one who says Ikar Shira Bekli that the essential sacrificial song is with instrumental accompaniment? For it's written, and Chizkiyot directed that the all be offered on the Mizbeach, and as the service of the all began, Hechilo Shira Hashem v'Hachatzrotzos v'Aidei Kli David Melch Yisrael. The song of Hashem began, and the blowing of the trumpets, and with the instruments of David Melch Yisrael. Since the Pasuk mentions the instruments as part of the Shir Hashem, it implies that they form part of the Ikar Shira. And what is the reason the one who says that Ikar Shira Bapeh, that the essential song is purely vocal, for it's written, There was unison among the trumpeters and songsters, producing music as with one voice. No mention here is made of instrumentalists, implying that their role was not essential. Rush explains that although the Chatzrotzos were sounded, it was for the purpose of fulfilling the Chiyav that the Tamida Musaf be accompanied by the blowing of the trumpets, but they were not part of the Shira. The Gemara goes on to explain how each opinion understands the other opinion's source. Pointing to the next mission provides a lengthy description of the Simchas Beis HaShoeva. It was taught in the Brisa, Mishul Ra Simchas Beis HaShoeva, Ra Simcha Miyamav. Whoever did not see the celebration of the Simchas Beis HaShoeva never saw rejoicing in all his days. Whoever did not see Yerushalayim in his splendor never saw a delightful city in his life. Whoever did not see the Beis HaMikdash when it stood never saw a magnificent structure in his life. Abai said, and some say it was Rav Chis who said it, Zeb Binyan Hurdus, it refers to the one built by Herod. Rava said he built it with stones of green and white marble. Others say it was with stones of green, blue, and white marble. One row of stones protruded, and the other row was recessed in order to provide space for cement. Herod thought to cover the entire temple with gold plating, but the Rabban told him to leave it as it is, for this way is more becoming. Since the swirling coloration of the marble appears like the waves of the sea, Rush explains that the shifting colors of the marble made it appear as if the walls were undulating like waves. And point number three, as Tana Brace of Rebuda said, whoever did not see the Diyapu stone of Alexandria in Mitzrayim, Lora B'chvodon Shi Yisrael, never saw the glory of Yisrael. It was like a large basilica with royal benches inside a row of benches. On occasion, there were double the amount of people that left Mitzrayim in attendance. There were 71 chairs of golden that corresponded to the members of the great Sanhedrin, and a wooden platform in its center upon which the Chazan Knesses, the Shul Gambai, would stand with a flag in his hand. When it came time to answer Amen, he would wave the flag as a signal and all the people would answer. The people did not sit mixed. Rather, the goldsmiths sat separately, and the silversmiths sat separately, and the blacksmiths sat separately, and so on. When a poor man came in there, he would readily recognize the section reserved for his fellow craftsmen and would turn there for employment, and from there obtain employment for himself and his family. The Gemara goes on to tell of the end of the community when Alexander came and slaughtered them. So once again, the three points are number one. The Gemara asks, what is the reason for the one who says, Ikr Bakli, that the essential sacrificial song is with instrumental accompaniment, for it's written, and Chizkiyot directed that the O be offered on the Mizbeach, and as the service of the O began, Hechel Shir Hashem, David Melch Yisrael. The song of Hashem began, and the blowing of the trumpets, and with the instruments of David Melch Yisrael. Since the Pasuk mentions the instruments as part of the Shir Hashem, it implies that they form part of the Ikr Shira. What is the reason for the one who says, Ikr Shira Bapeh, that the essential song is purely vocal, for it's written, there was unison among the trumpeters and songsters producing music as with one voice. No mention is made here of instrumentalists, implying that their role was not essential. Rashi explains 
that although the Chatzrotzos were sounded, it was for the purpose of fulfilling the Chiyuv, that the Tamida Musa be accompanied by the blowing of the trumpets, but they were not part of the Shira. The Gemara goes on to explain how each opinion understands the other opinion's source. Pointing to the next mission provides a lengthy description of the Simchas Besa Shoeva. Ustana Braisa, Mishwa Ras Simchas Besa Shoeva, or Ras Simcha Mayamav. Whoever did not see the celebration of the Simchas Besa Shoeva never saw rejoicing in all his days. Mishwa Ra Yushalayim Besifarta, or Ra Krach Nechmad Ma'olam. Whoever did not see Yushalayim in its splendor never saw a delightful city in his life. Mishwa Ra Besa Migdash Bibinyano, or Ra Binyam Mephor Ma'olam. Whoever did not see the Besa Migdash when it stood, never saw a magnificent structure in his life. Abai said, and some say it was Rav Chis who said it, Zeb Binyan Hurdos. It refers to the one built by Herod. Rav said he built it with stones of green and white marble. Others say it was with stones of green, blue, and white marble. One row of stones protruded, and the other row was recessed in order to provide space for cement. Herod thought to cover the entire temple with gold plating, but the Rabban told him to leave it as it is. For this way is more becoming the Mizchazik since the swirling coloration of the marble appears like the waves of the sea. Rashi explains that the shifting colors of the marble made it appear as if the walls were undulating like waves. And point number three is taught in the bright of Yehuda said, whoever did not see the deep stone of Alexandria Mitzrayim, will rabichvodon she Yisrael, never saw the glory of Yisrael. It was like a large basilica with a row of benches inside a row of benches. On occasion, there were double the amount of people that left Mitzrayim in attendance. There were 71 chairs of gold in it, corresponding to the members of the great Sanhedrin, and a wooden platform in its center upon which the Chazan Akanesses, the Shul Gabbai, would stand with a flag in his hand. When it came time to answer Amen, he would wave the flag as a signal and all the people would answer. The people didn't sit mixed, rather the goldsmiths sat separately, and the silversmiths sat separately, and the blacksmiths sat separately, and when a poor man came in there, he would readily recognize the section reserved for his fellow craftsmen and would turn there for employment, and from there obtain employment for himself and his family. The Gemara goes on to tell the end of the community, when Alexander came and slaughtered them. All right, so now we go to our simper daf nanaf, and our standard simon is related to the word na, who naws, beavers naw. So our sim is going to be beaver pelt hats, beaver pelt hats. So here goes. The beaver pelt hat society, enjoying a concert of vocalists with no instrumentation, and fascinated by the stage walls that seem to undulate like waves, sat in a section of the massive auditorium where poor beaver pelt hat wearers could find them. Once again, in slow motion. The Beaver Pelt Hat Society. Beaver Pelt Hats. That must be one duff. Nanalaf. Nah. The Beaver Pelt Hat Society, enjoying a concert of vocalists with no instrumentation, which reminds us that the source was brought for the one who holds that Ikershira Bakli, and for the other one who holds Ikershira Bafet. So the Beaver Pelt Hat Society, enjoying a concert of vocalists with no instrumentation, and fascinated by the stage that seemed to undulate like waves, which reminds us, whoever did not see the Simcha's base of Shoeva never saw Simcha in his days. Whoever didn't see Yushalayim in its splendor, Lora Krach Nechmad Ma'olam, never saw a delightful city in his life. Whoever did not see the base of Migdash when stood, referring to the one built by Hurdos, never saw a Binyam Afor, a magnificent structure in his life. The Gemara describes how the different color marble that was used made the walls appear like they were undulating, like waves. So the Beaver Pelt Hat Society, enjoying a concert of vocalists with no instrumentation, and fascinated by the stage walls that seemed to undulate like waves, sat in a section of the massive auditorium where poor Beaver Pelt Hat wearers could find them. Which reminds us, whoever did not see the Diabrostone of Alexandria Mitzrayim never saw the glory of Yisrael. It was a massive basilica. The Chazan Akanesas need to stand on a platform in the center and wave a flag to indicate to people when to say Amen. And people sat in sections according to the profession. When a poor person came, he would find his fellow craftsmen and seek employment. So once again, 
The Beaver Pelt Hat Society, enjoying a concert of vocalists with no instrumentation, and fascinated by the stage walls that seemed to undulate like waves, sat in a section of the massive auditorium where poor Beaver Pelt Hat wearers could find them. All right, now it's time for Four Blot Bat Chazara. Daf Memzine. So the summer Daf Memzine is a maze. So here goes. To make it through the Sukkot, escape the maze. Maze, that must be one Daf Memzine. To make it through the Sukkot, escape the maze, participants in the diaspora had to all agree whether they should sit in the Sukkot on the eighth day, which reminds us of the Malchuk's regarding dwelling in the Sukkot in Gaulus on the eighth day, that is possibly the seventh day. In the Gemara's second interpretation of the Malchuk is, everybody agrees that we do not recite the Baracha of Leishim Sukkah. They only disagree with respect to dwelling in the Sukkah on the eighth day. So to make it through the Sukkot's escape the maze, participants in the diaspora had to all agree whether they should sit in the Sukkah on the eighth day, while making a Shechianu and Shemini Atzeres, and not on Shvish Pesach, which reminds Rabbi Yochanan said we were saying Shechianu and Shemini Atzeres, but not on the seventh day of Pesach. There are those who explain that Shemini Atzeres is considered a separate holiday, because it's different from the seven days of Sukkot that proceed in three ways, with Sukkah, Luv, and Yisach HaMayim. When the Gemara said Shvish Pesach should require Shechianu as well, since it's different from the first day of Pesach, in that there's no mitzvah to eat matzah like the first night, it answers that while different from the first night of Pesach, it's not different from the first day of Pesach, when there is no chiv to eat matzah, as opposed to Shemir which is different even from the first day. So, to make it to the Sukkot's escape the maze, participants in the diaspora had to all agree whether they should sit in the Sukkah on the eighth day, while making a Shechianu and Shemir and not in Shvishal Pesach, and then sleep in sleeping bags and tarry overnight. Which reminds us, the Gemara questions Rabbi Yehuda, who says that Shemir Atzeres requires lina, based on a brisa that Rabbi Yehuda said, that Pesach Shein should not require lina, since the Pasuk, you may turn back in the morning and go to your tents, is juxtaposed in the next Pasuk, for six days you shall eat matzahs. Only that which requires an observance of six days requires lina. So the Gemara suggests that this would also exclude Shemir Atzeres. But then it answers that it only excludes Pesach Sheni, which is similar to Pesach Rishon. Rashi says that since the Pesach discusses Pesach, the exclusion is only to another Pesach-like holiday. Daf Memches. So the similar Daf Memches is Brainiacs. So here goes. The Brainiacs, Brainiacs, that must be more in Daf Memches. The Brainiacs, who tried to predict whether their neighbors in the next Sukkah would still be singing Bissamachta Bechagecha, on the eighth day, which reminds us, the Gemara asks for the source for rejoicing on the eighth day, given that the Chiyuv of Simcha is stated explicitly only with regard to the seven days of Sukkot, as it's written, Chag HaSukkot make for yourself a festival of Sukkot for seven days, and next with the Pasuk states, V'samachta Bechagecha, you should rejoice in your Chag. And the Gemara answers, there was taught in Bray said that in reference to the rejoicing of Sukkot, it's written, Vayisa Achsamech, and you shall be nothing but joyous, V'rabos Le'el Yom This comes to include the final night of Yantav, meaning Shemini Yitzeres, in the rejoicing of the previous seven days. So the brainiacs who tried to predict whether their neighbors in the next sukkah would still be singing V'samachta Bechagecha on the eighth day, based on their trumpet-blowing frequency for the tune of Ushaftim Maim Besasam the first seven days, which reminds the Gemara seeks the source for the blowing of the Chatzosros, the trumpets, when they returned with the water from the Shulach for the Nisach And Ravena said, for it states in the Pazik, Ushaftim Maim Besasam Yimanea Yeshua, and showed water with rejoicing from the wellsprings of salvation. The Gemara then brings an incident with a heretic named Sasam. So the Brainiacs who tried to predict whether their neighbors in the next sukkah would still be singing V'samachta Bechagecha on the eighth day, based on the trumpet-blowing frequency for the tune of Ushaftim Maim Basason the first seven days, also tested the damaging limits of smoke absorption in water and wine, and smoke inhalation in sacrificial birds.
which reminds us, it was taught in a bright, so all who ascend the ramp to the Mizbech ascend toward the right, go around the Mizbech, and then ascend on the left side of the ramp, except for one who ascends for three things, who would ascend the ramp toward the left, and then after performing the task, ascend the way they had come down. The three things are, Nisachamayim, Nisachayayim, Ba'oza Uf, Kshiribsa B'Mizrach. The water libation, the wine libation, and the blood of the bird ola, when there are too many bird olas, and thus too many kohanim on the east side of the Mizbech. Rashi explains that these items might be adversely affected from the smoke, of the Mizbech, if the Kohen took the regular route around the Mizbech, which is more than 100 numbers long, water and wine might absorb the smoke and become possible, and the Bertola might die. Daf Memtes, so the Simran Daf Memtes, is meat, and we use a butcher. So here goes. The butcher Breshi's meats. Butcher, meats? That must be on Daf Memtes. The butcher Breshi's meats, who used a picture of the Shisin for his logo, which reminds us that the Gemara brings sources that the Shisin, into which the libations float, exists from the beginning of creation. It was taught in the Canon of Ishmael, the term begins with the word Breshis, Altikra Breshis, Elo Barashis. Do not pronounce it Breshis in the beginning, but rather Barashis, he created Shis. Another bright of disputes is maintaining that the Shisim were man-made excavations. So the butcher of Breshis meets, who used a picture of the Shisim for his logo, sponsored Chon for the Bachim who did acts of Chesed, because they were greater than Tzedakah. Which reminds us, Gemil's Chosanim are greater than Tzedakah in three matters. One stuck is only done with one's money, whereas Gemil's Chosanim are done with one's body and with one's money. Two, Tzedakah is only given to the poor, whereas Gemil's Chosanim are performed for both the poor and the rich. And number three, Tzedakah is only performed for the living, whereas Gemil's Chosanim are for both the living and the dead. So the butcher of Breshi's meats, who used a picture of the Shishin for his logo, sponsored Chon for the Bachrim, who did acts of Chesed, because they were greater than Tzedakah. And he made sure to always teach others what he had learned. Which reminds me, we have two different shatim what the words Tzor's Chesed mean in the Pasuk Pia Pascha B'Chachma but Tzor's Chesed Aloshona. One shot is that Torah learned Lushma is referred to as Tzor's Chesed where Torah learned Shaloshma is not Torah's Chesed. The other shot is that Torah that is learned with the intention of teaching to others is referred to as a Torah of Chesed. However, Torah that's learned without the intention of teaching it to others is considered a Torah that is not of Chesed. Daf Nun. So the Simmer Daf Nun is a Ninkampu. So here goes. The Ninkampu, Ninkampu, that must be on Daf Nun. The nincompoop who bumped into a golden barrel of unconsecrated water, which reminds us that just as Nisach was performed on a weekday, it was performed on Shabbos, except that the Kohen would not draw the water from the Meshaloch on Shabbos itself, rather on every Shabbos he would fill a Chavishol Zahab, She'enim Kodesh, as an unconsecrated barrel from the Shiloch and have it in the chamber used the next day. Ziri said the reason an unconsecrated barrel was used was because the Tamar Mish maintains that Klishar is Mekadshim Shulah Medas, that a Klishar sanctified the continents without intention. If one brought the water in a Klishar, on every Shabbos, it would become possible through Lina. Chizkiah said the Klishar does not sanctify except with Das, so there's no concern of actual Lina. However, there were goes that should be placed in an unconsecrated vessel, lest onlookers see the water in a Klishar and assume it was sanctified with Das. So the Ninkampoop who bumped into a golden barrel of unconsecrated water and dropped his flute into it, as a choir sang, which reminds us the opening mission of the fifth parak states that the Khalil, the flute playing, that accompanied the Simcha's base Shishwab was not Dokhir Shabbos Yantav, and the Gemara explains because it was merely there to enhance rejoicing, it's not a true avoda and therefore not Dokhir Shabbos. Rabbi Yosef explained to Malkokos regarding the flute playing for the Shir Shal Karban, Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Yudo holds that it is Dokhir Shabbos because Ikr Shir Bakli, the essential Shir is with instruments, Vavodihi, and therefore it's deemed an avoda and it's Dokhir Shabbos. Whereas Rabban held it was not Dokhir Shabbos or Yanta because Ikr Shir Bapet, the essential Shir is vocal, and the instrumental accompaniment is not an avoda and so is not Dokhir Shabbos. So the Ninkampoop bumped into a golden barrel of unconsecrated water and dropped his flute into it as a choir sang, pulled out an ancient wooden one from his pocket, and continued on his way. Which reminds us, it was taught in a bright regarding the suitability of clay shards that were fashioned from wood. Rebbe's postal them, and Rebbe Yosibar Yudas them. 
One shot in the Machokas is whether Danin Efshar, Mishi Efshar, whether we can derive a possibility from an impossibility. Do we derive the suitability of wood for other Kleshars where metal would serve as well? From the case of Moshe's wood and flute, where metal would not have served as well, since a metal flute would not have sounded so sweet, or perhaps since the flute had to be made of reed, no proof can be brought for the other Kleshars. Rabbi Yosef Barakuda's Maksha wooden vessels holds Dunning Efshar, Mishi Efshar, whereas Rabbi, who is posting them, holds Lo Dunning Efshar, Mishi Efshar. All right, so that concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Avram Goldham. Zichu, wish you a great day and great learning.